Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. It's not just about the makeup. It's about the skincare. It's about the nutrition. It's about the exercise. It's about getting enough rest. We do not get enough rest. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and a warm welcome back to this week's episode. So this week, my guest is Christina Flatch, who is an amazing makeup artist, and she is sharing her top tips for applying our makeup in an amazing, easy, quick, and beautiful way. She also talks to us about the common mistakes that we can all make when it comes to applying our makeup. And we also go quite deep and we talk a lot about grief and how she lost her husband, her baby and her mother. And she talks about how she navigated that grief. So you've got some really sort of deep inspirational talk, but you've also got some top tips for looking and feeling the best version of you. And talking of looking and feeling the best version of you, you may have remembered that last week I held an online workshop via Zoom, which was all about a journey through the chakras using face yoga. So chakras are energy wheels or energy centers throughout the body. And within the workshop, we went through how each chakra is related to a certain part of the face. We did face yoga for that. I read some lovely poems. We did affirmations. I talked about crystals and essential oils. And it was just such a gorgeous workshop that the good news is I have decided to now offer this to you guys as a masterclass. So you can purchase this on my website. You can just go to faceyogaexpert.com shop. And it is a two hour masterclass you have the video for life when you purchase it. You can sit down and do it once. You could do it daily. You could do it monthly, yearly. It's entirely up to you how you enjoy it. But afterwards, you will notice not only how your skin looks so lifted and rejuvenated, but you'll also be working so, so deeply on a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual level too. And many of the women that did my workshop and did it live said that afterwards they felt a weird combination of really emotional, but really invigorated. And their faces, of course, felt amazing too. So this masterclass is available along with a PDF, which leads you through all the main chakras, the main affirmations, the main color, the crystal and the essential oil, which links to it. And also it lists the resources because I actually refer to a few amazing books throughout as well. I know you're going to love it. It's 55 
£25 and you have it for life. So head to faceyogexpert.com slash shop, go to the online courses section and you can purchase it there. So let's get into this week's episode with the lovely Christina. Christina, a warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, it's an absolute pleasure and I'm really well, thank you. And I'm really excited to have you on the podcast and to share all your wisdom and knowledge, particularly when it comes to makeup, because I know you're the queen of makeup and and your brand. I'm not the queen, but... (laughs) Well, I've been looking at all the stuff that you do, your your website, your social media, and it's beautiful what you create. Oh, thank you. And the products that that you offer as well. So I'd love to take it right back to the beginning to start off with. Okay. When did you get interested in makeup and, and where did your journey start? I didn't even realize I liked makeup that much, actually. But I remember that my mom was diagnosed with brain cancer when I was about eight. And, you know, she had a 1% chance to live one year and she lived 13, thank goodness. However, you know, she went through so much chemo and radiation, it affected her skin and her, you know, lost all her hair. And I remember she was going out with my dad for dinner and I was like, oh, mom, let me let me help you do your makeup, even though I didn't know what on earth I was doing. And she didn't even really have all that much to work with. (laughs) But I do remember that, you know, just evening out her skin and, and making her look like how she would normally look or close to it made her feel so good that it made me feel so good. And I just remember that as like, that's one of the things I love of my job is transforming people into something that they didn't even know that they could look like, you know, it's, you know, it's different, obviously when you're working with models, but you know, they arrive with blemishes and marks and discoloration, just like everyone else. And so you have to, you know, transform them as well. So I, I love that part of my, uh, of my job and obviously meeting people and being in a different place all the time is a lot of fun too. That's amazing. And what led you to then create makeup products? Because I know you have an amazing brand full of products. Thank you so much. I, you know, I'm a mother of five and I was, and I'm constantly drinking water. And I just remember like every time I drink water, my lip gloss would come off and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. I'm going to, I couldn't find one that would stay (laughs) on. So I thought, oh, I'll just invent my own. And I thought it would be like, you know, a week's project and I'd be in Neiman Marcus. <laughs> and that didn't happen because, it's, you know, I, I worked with a chemist to formulate the, the, the uh, you know, the texture of it and, and then the colors. And so, it, you know, I'm self-funded. It, it took so much longer than I had anticipated, but it was a very fun journey to because I have friends that are all different shades of the rainbow. And so I wanted my products to look good on everybody. And so I would test it out on my friends and family, make little notes, send it back to the chemist. And and then they, she would make, you know, different changes to it. So it took over a year, which I still can't believe how long that took, but that's how it started. And then I added, you know, different products of, you know, spa products and candles and stuff. And right now I have a new business partner, um, Jordan Hall. He's amazing. And we are, you know, getting business partners that are going to come in with funding and we're going to expand our line and, and create more, you know, a lot more because we're, we're, you know, it's not going to be just, you know, my uh, American Express card paying for everything. (laughs) 
open up a lot of doors because you can only compete so much right now with these influencers and these celebrities that have their lines. It's really, it's very, it's so much harder than it was when I started, you know, it was, you know, I had a publicist, I had an agent and, and, and you would go meet different publicists and celebrities and you would meet beauty editors at magazines. And it's just so different now. So. Well, something you know really well, which I think really sets you apart from many of those people you're mentioning, is what real women want their skin to look like and to feel like, which I think is worth so much because you've worked on so many women's faces for so many different events and occasions. And I think having that knowledge and from what I see of what you do, I can see that you're really passionate about that and helping women to feel good from the inside out. I, I do. And it's so interesting. I've been actually doing like from the inside out is I'm definitely my philosophy. I, you know, I woke up this morning at five 30 and was at yoga and, you know, I had my green juice and my tea. And I, I really believe that what you put into your body, your, your body is going to, your skin is going to reflect. So I have some clients, new clients this week that I just got them on my green juice program. And they're, one of them is in New York. She sent me a, a picture of her with her green juice today. And she's like, you've changed my life. You know, I, you know, I changed her makeup and, and just gave her, you know, some different nutritional things. And I, because that to me, it, it's not just about the makeup. It's about the skincare. It's about the nutrition. It's about the exercise. It's about getting enough rest. We do not get enough rest. And it's amazing. I actually heard an interesting podcast not too long ago with a basketball player, a very famous basketball player, and his name is escaping me right now, but, um, oh, LeBron James. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that he like takes naps all the time. Like sleep is so key for him and for rejuvenating his body and keeping, you know, keeping his basketball career going so long because he gets enough rest. And so, I mean, I was in bed last night at like eight o'clock and I really think it's important to get enough rest. It's, it really does change how you look and feel. I completely agree. And I love that you brought up about athletes because I actually think that we could all learn a lot from athletes because we often think that the way we should be as a human to win is to go, go, go. But actually, if you look at the way athletes do it, yes, they train hard, but they rest hard as well. And that resting is what gives them results as much as the training. Whereas when we're working in jobs and careers and businesses, we think if we go, 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 then we're going to win. But that's actually not true. You're a hundred percent correct. And it's so interesting because if we don't have enough, I, I work with this amazing uh, energy healer in Canada, her name's Diane and she's extraordinary, but she's taught me that, you know, we as women feel like guilty if we take time to go to yoga or if we take a rest or, you know, get our nails done or, or you know, just spend a little time on ourselves. But actually, like she says, look, if you don't have a basket, basket of oranges to give, you can't give an orange. So if you don't have the energy or anything in you to give, then you're, you're, you're a better, I, I know I'm a better business person, mother, partner, everything, because I have had my rest and, and gone to my yoga or, you know, I'm eating cleanly and drinking water and doing everything that I need to do to feel 
like really, really like a champion, you know, I'm not comparing myself to an athlete, but my mentality is that I want to succeed. Failure is not an option. And it may take a little longer than I had anticipated just because of life's bumps, you know, that we can probably talk about later, but you know, and and my kids and, you know, my husband and my, I know I'm going to have the end result that I want. It just might take a minute. Absolutely. And talking of life's bumps, I know something which you're very, very open to talking about is your late husband's death and how you coped with grief and you now help and inspire other women who go through similar things. So maybe if you could talk us through a little bit about that journey and how you how you dealt with the grief and how you still do. Yes, of course. So I was married to Ken Flack and he uh, was he and his partner, Rob Sagusa, were the number one doubles players uh, in the world um, in the 80s and 90s. They won Wimbledon, which is in your country, and mm-hmm. uh, you know many other tournaments. They won a gold medal in Seoul at the Olympics. Uh, they were on the Davis Cup team for a number of years. But anyway, when Ken, Ken and I got married, and we were very happy, and uh, very sadly, he got bronchitis, which turned to pneumonia. Uh, his doctors didn't see him. and you know, he got sepsis, he got sepsis, which he and I didn't even know what it was. And so he sadly passed away in four days from this disease. And after he passed, the Sepsis Alliance asked me to, you know, raise awareness, you know, to honor Ken. And I, and I said, yes, I, I, I would do that because I don't want any other family to go through what my family has gone through. And um, so, you know, this, the sepsis is uh, an infection of the blood and it attacks all your vital organs, organs very quickly and aggressively. So if you're not seen and treated with a, you know, IV antibiotic, you're going to have the same result that my husband had. So, you know, the, you can go to sepsis.org to see the different signs and and they have a thing called time and T is for temperature. You can be incredibly hot or you can be incredibly cold. I is for infection in some form of your body, whether it be bronchitis or a cut or, you know, you know, there's some infection going on. M is for mental decline. You're, it's hard to arouse them. Their mind is not as sharp as normal. And E is for excruciating pain. You feel like you're dying because you are dying. Um, it's attacking all your organs and shutting them down. So, you know, my husband got to the hospital and, you know, he was put on life support and never regained consciousness. And, you know, in four days, you know, his arms and legs turned black. I asked the doctors, you know, what's going to happen? Is the discoloration going to go away? And they said, no, it's not. If, if he survives, we're going to have to amputate his arms and legs. And at that point, I knew. And they said, you know, that obviously he wasn't going to survive at that point. And so we had to take him off life support. And it was it was terrible. It was just absolutely terrible. And then, it, you know, it's so crazy how, you know, your life feels so perfect and, you know, extraordinary. And then all of a sudden, one thing happens and everything isn't. You know, it just feels like everything is awful. And you know, my son, Bo, had passed away. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be 15 years this Christmas from SIDS. And so I have already, you know, and my mother passed and, you know, another one of my business partners passed. And so I have gone through, you know, my grandparents, I have gone through a lot of loss. And so I just knew that with my kids, you know, I didn't want them to, you know, if I'm a mess, it's going to affect them, you know. And so I I really got extra um 
you know, when Bo passed away, I just like numbed myself with like sleeping pills just to function. And then after like 30 days, my family and my friends were like, what are you doing? Like, you're not even a pill popper. Like, come on, like get it together. And so I got back on my, you know, regimen of, of working out and meditating and praying and everything. And so I knew this time when Ken passed, it was so hard. I knew that if I really didn't keep it together, it was going to just be a disaster. And so I started exercising twice a day, even though I didn't want to, even if it was a 10 minute walk or I would go to Pilates or yoga, I would do something, ride my horse, meditate. And then I just ate extra clean. And, you know, believe me, I had many, many days, hours of just laying in bed, crying and, and feeling sorry for myself and missing him and feeling lonely. And, you know, I just didn't care about things. And I just really had to just pull up my bootstraps and go, okay, you're going to get through this. It's just going to take time. And, you know, time does help heal. And I, I think that you don't really get over the loss of a loved one. You learn to manage the grief, the pain, and, you know, I, it's so funny. I did an interview with a woman on the doctor channel and she was introducing me and she started saying, you know, saying about my career and my husband. And then she said, you know, she's had just this tragic life. And I thought, what tragic life? Like, yes, I've had these tragedies. I, you know, there are tragic, but my life is far from tragic. You know, I have an amazing life. I've had a million miracles and blessings. And I, I really try to focus on being grateful, even though sometimes it sucks and I don't feel grateful. I just have to like, you know, so that comes back to not getting too tired, not getting too hungry or thirsty and, and exercising. Because if all, if I don't do all of those things, everything seems worse than it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if I get too tired, I just need to go to bed and, you know, or read my book or something. And then you wake up and things are better, but it, it, it really is takes being incredibly disciplined and relentless. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, failure is just not going to happen, you know? And I also felt like grieving you know, it, it, everyone has this dark and doomy, you know, of a widow wearing black and, and just miserable and, you know, but I wanted to honor my baby and my husband. So I started a uh, educational fund at the Northern Lights School in Oakland, California. It's a private school predominantly for minority children that are all there on scholarship, 90%. And so I have the baby bow fund um, to honor Bo, my son. And then um, Ken would play every year in the celebrity golf tournament to raise money for the school. And so after he passed, I started the Ken Flack Educational Fund. And, you know, my my beau has a, has a twin, Ben, and uh, Ben is a, an incredible golfer. And he has been for the past five years raising money for his twin and now his, his daddy's foundation. So in October, he played, uh, you know, in the tournament and he raised $36,000 in one day which, you know, he's raised over a hundred thousand now in the last few years. But what's so great is that, you know, three kids are able to go to private school for one year because of, of that. And so I feel so great about that. And, 
you know, that helps change lives, communities in the world, you know, in a little way. And, and, you know, it's so great for my children who have all participated in one way or another. My, you know, daughters have gone over there and helped do a teddy bear tea. And my other son, Nikolai, has helped in the golf tournament as well. And so I think, you know, you can't just tell kids, oh, this is what you should do. They need to see you do it. And my daughter Rose had said to me a couple years ago, you know, mom, your lectures on, on drugs and alcohol were just lame and useless. But, you know, you're, the example you have set by, you know, working hard, being kind, raising money, doing all these different things, those are so much more impactful. And it's so funny. I've been a mother for a hundred years <laughs> and I, I really didn't realize that, that, that they really do watch everything you do. So... We absolutely do. And I yeah. think that, well, I know that they will just think they've got a fantastic mother. Your story, of course, is very sad, but it's also hugely inspirational. And the amount of people you're helping is just amazing. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I just feel so much emotion hearing that story. Oh. And a lot of people do. And, and that's what I really felt as I was looking through everything you do. I feel like the makeup is amazing, but it's all got like a deeper purpose and a deeper meaning for you. And that's what I love about your story. And now you've explained all that. It all makes sense. <laughs> it all comes together so, so well. And I know that your late husband, your late mother and, and your your little baby that um, sadly passed away would be so, so proud of you. So oh, proud I think of so. everything I mean, you I, You know, I... Uh, I was on a hike one day and I would have these conversations in my head with my husband and, and I could hear him saying to me, like, watching you cry and sad is, is killing me. You know, it's so hard because I can't comfort you the way I normally, you know, if I was there. And I, the, I thought about that for a moment and thought, wow, how would I feel if I was looking down on him or my kids, you know? And I couldn't comfort them. And if they were sad all the time, and I just thought that would be, that's not honoring them. You know, honoring them is doing something or, or trying to be happy because that, they wouldn't want me sad, you know? I started also with my girlfriend, Lisa Zimmer, who was a principal at the Edna McGuire School, a, a, a garden for at the elementary school that my children went to. They had this garden and it was totally neglected. And there were these you know, fruit trees and there were just different vegetable garden, different vegetable patches. And so we raised a bunch of money and turned this garden that's just amazing. And there's chickens and all these vegetable beds and the children, you know, plant the seeds and they watch these things grow and they do science projects. And then they built an outdoor classroom with a kitchen. And so then they could cook with the vegetables. And so, you know, it's so great for, if they can start from a young age seeing how things are grown and cooking with them and tasting them because you know off you know how kids are they want to eat pizza hot dogs and chicken nuggets right and i mean not my kids but <laughs> <laughs> i hear kids want to do that right yeah. and so um my poor kids are stuck with a green juice <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what is in your green juice. I meant to oh. earlier, but tell me, tell me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the green juice. So I usually will start with um, some, well, like in difference for my kids or for me. So like for my kids, I'll use, you know, apple juice, orange juice, or coconut water. Yeah. I'll, I'll put in power greens, banana, blueberries, ginger, turmeric, 
and I just blend it all up and I, I put it in a wine glass to trick them to think it's a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> That's a top tip. <laughs> yeah. I give them a straw. I'm like, oh, here's your drink. I would do it at dinner, you know? And so, you know, for me, my green juice is pretty hardcore. It's water, power greens, blueberry, ginger, turmeric. What else do I sometimes put some cayenne pepper in there? And, you know, it's, it's pretty, oh, and celery because it gets rid of inflammation. So, and, and clear skin. So mine's a little, you know, <laughs> it's not no, for everybody. <laughs> I would love it completely. Amazing. And, you know, it is really nourishing our skin from the inside out. Well, I can see how great your skin looks oh, and how healthy you are. You. So I, can, I know you're a green juicer. Uh, yeah, exactly. I do. Agree. I should do a green smoothie every morning. So I'm usually... What's in yours? Usually kale, spinach. I usually right? put a bit yep. of avocado in, sometimes oh. flax seeds, something like yes. that. Often I'll put a bit of almond milk in or maybe coconut water. Nice. Put a bit of fruit in, so maybe a bit of banana banana, a bit of mango, sometimes berries go in there. And sometimes I'll make it a protein smoothie and put a bit of pea protein, organic pea protein powder in as well. Wow, look at you. I'm going to have to try your recipe. Better than mine. <laughs> I love it. Well, my husband loves it. My kids, not so much. Um, but yeah, but that's why with the kids, you have to throw in the banana and the apple juice, you know, because I'll give them anything. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I made my son Ben eggs the other day um, and I sauteed like onions and like tons of spinach, but then I added ham and cheese, but I got the green in them. That's the thing. Do that. And sometimes I'll blend up sauces to go with pasta. (laughs) You put it all, you've got to trick them a little bit. Oh, 100%. They don't even know, you know? Exactly. The the great thing about spinach that most people don't know, it really has no flavor. So you can put it into anything and grind it up. They don't even know it's there. No, exactly. Just changes the color (laughs) of it. (laughs) That's the only thing. That's why you add the blueberries. That's that's it. It hides it. Hides everything. We've got all the tips for training our children. (laughs) Love that. And I'd love to talk a little bit more about skin, particularly with the holiday season coming up. And I know lots of my listeners will want to do makeup on their own skin for maybe parties or events they're going to, but they want something where their skin's going to look beautiful, but tips maybe that are really quick and easy. So I don't know if you've got maybe three or five quick easy tips that we can do our makeup look fabulous but it doesn't take much time particularly if they're all like us busy mamas absolutely so I think it's super important to you know exfoliate the skin you know get the dead skin off especially during you know this winter it gets cold and dry so you can't moisturize enough you know I use very heavy moisturizer at night and then in the day you know a lighter one obviously sunscreen eye cream is super important and then put concealer under the eye. I always fill in the brows. I can see you filled in yours. Um, (laughs) You know, and then, you know, keep the whole eyelid light because there's discoloration in that. So I will often put on like whatever the concealer was underneath the eye, I'll put it on the eyelid to just kind of like tone it down because then you'll really see the real pigments of the fount of, of the colors that you want to put on. And, you know, I put a top liner really close into the lashes on the top, a little one on the bottom. And I know it's scary. These like trying liner, everyone's afraid of it. Well, the trick to hide that any mistakes is getting an eyeshadow, just put a, a line of it on top, gets rid of all the, you know, all the mistakes. And then, you know, yeah. And then put a little, you know, in the crease, a little bit darker if you're going out at night and then, you know, mascara, lots of mascara, 
to the outer lashes is really great. And then mascara, my mascara hint, change it every three months. It dries out. You need fresh mascara. You don't need to get fancy. You can go to the, you know, the pharmacy or whatever, and just get like a $10 one or one that's just not super expensive, but just keep those fresh. And then, you know, put a little um, shimmer on your top brow, a little dark, like you can use bronzer underneath the bone. And then, you know, put on your, uh, your blush and just kind of blend them together. Oh, another one. We all have a little bit of excess skin underneath our chin. My daughter's best friend, Paige, taught me the strap. So she <laughs> taught me with dark bronzer, just put it underneath the, the area that you want to not be there. And it, I Ooh. swear to you, it hides it. Wow. That's a really good one. The yes. strap. Yes, yeah, I love that. That's really good, easy tips. And I love that you're saying with the eyeshadow. So we're doing a little bit lighter, and then if we're going out in the evening, we do a bit darker, outer right. darker edge, in the crease, but bit. always yeah. keep, keep the middle part of your lid light because yeah. that's going to keep you know the darker you put your eyeshadow on, it's going to make your eyes look smaller. Well, we want them to look larger, right? So we want to keep the whole lid as much light as possible with the liner, and then just a little bit in the crease to just add a little drama to it. So those are, those are super easy. I mean, super easy, but just so good because it's just those little tweaks that it takes. Absolutely. From and concealer is yes. so fantastic. You know what? We all have dark under our eyes, even if, even with what we eat and drink and sleep, yeah. it's still there. Yeah. So, you know, I'll put on the eye cream underneath and then the like kind of a pretty heavy concealer. And then I will add some lighter concealer on top. Like I'll do like three layers of concealer because I don't want a big, thick, heavy thing. So if you do it in layers and kind of let it set in a minute and then add another layer, it'll, you know, it'll be really good. And don't put powder underneath your, in your area where it's dark because it'll cake and it'll leave creases and it'll look terrible. Amazing. No powder. I love that. And are you a fan of brushes or fingers for application? Ah, well, when I'm working, no, I like brushes best. It's okay. because I feel like with fingers, you know, I do do it sometimes, but I feel like it wipes it off. And then the brush, it kind of keeps it, you know, I pat it, you know, down. Yeah. Oh, here's another great tip. When you are at a party and you're feeling like your face is a little oily, get a toilet seat cover, the paper, just get a little bit of it and press and lift, press and lift wherever it feels oily and it will absorb the oil and not the makeup. Oh, I love that too. That's and what mistakes do you see that women most commonly make when it comes to applying their own makeup? Oh my gosh, that's such a great question. I think the biggest mistake is they keep doing their makeup the same as they did it in high school when they're 50 or 60. Um, I think not using neutral colors, use the colors that are, you know, just neutrals, creams and browns and beiges. You know, you can add a little plum if you have green eyes or, you know, a little gray or something, but blue eyeshadow, you know, no. I think trying something new, I know it's so interesting. A lot of women that I work with do their makeup a certain way for so long that they feel very uncomfortable doing their makeup a different way. Even if I, you know, know what I'm doing and I'm in magazines and TV and everything, they're just like, no, they... they so that's part of like my job is to make people feel comfortable before they go out in front of a camera, but like normal people, you know, civilians that aren't models or actors, 
they have a really hard time trying something new because they're so used to seeing their face a certain way. And if it looks different, they're incredibly uncomfortable. So I just tell them, look, it's one day, it's a few hours and you can take it off and change it, but try it and just see how it looks. So I find that people get really stuck in their ruts and they don't want to change. Yeah, that's so true. And I think we can all be guilty of that. But I love that idea of just changing for one day and just day. sitting with it for that Couple day. Hours. And also Sorry. see how people react with it. That's, too. That's that is, that's the thing, isn't it? My sister-in-law, mm-hmm. it's so funny. I like have to pay her to do her makeup. <laughs> she was going to an event not too long ago and I, I went and did her makeup and she's like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I just said, just look. I get paid a ton of money to do this and I'll pay you. Okay. Let me just, just go to the event and see what people say. But she said, Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. Everyone noticed how different she looked and how much better she looked. And I just said it, I was laughing. I'm like, I told you, you looked fantastic. I'm not going to send anybody out into the world looking bad because it's my, I don't even feel like it's their face anymore. It's my name. It's my, my work that's out there. So if people don't look good, it's, Gonna be like, oh wow, that Christina Flack did a terrible job. <laughs> exactly. But you're so right. We get stuck in ruts, but right? What's your rut, do you think? <laughs> My gosh, black eyeliner. Without a doubt. My rut. So started that when I was 18, I think. So you're saying that I'm like, mm. and it's interesting because sometimes I go without it. So I'll do a little bit of just neutral eyeshadow instead and just a bit of mascara and I'll go without it. And interesting when I do that, people are always like, oh, you look so fresh faced today. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Well, you know what? It yes. looks like from the zoom that I'm looking at you, it looks fine. I think it looks great. Try brown. But you know, you're really, you're black, you have black hair, so you can actually get away with it. It's these blonde people that want to use black, that are very pale and want black. It's, it's too harsh. It doesn't look good in the day. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, my other thing, Mm -hmm. these lash extensions, they look like an an animal on top of their, (laughs) their eyelids. I, 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 I literally go to the supermarket and I don't want to generalize, but it's typically these people that, you know, these lovely girls that are, you know, working there, they have these eye extensions that are, I don't even know how they're, they open their eyes. They're just enormous. And it, it, it looks so unnatural to me. I don't, it can't be good for your lashes, you know? No. So I, I did it I, once. I did it lo- earlier this year once. And my eyes were so itchy. And I had a random just every couple of years optician's appointment, which I went to and they and checked my eyes. And they said, oh, we think you've got a bit of what they call blepharitis. So, you know, the inflammation in the lower eyelid. And I said, oh, well, for the first time ever, I've had lash extensions. And they said, oh, it's fine. I'm sure it's nothing to do with that. But I knew in my gut is yeah. that. I got them removed. And I thought, do you know what? If I want to look super glam for a day, I can just put full one's on or extra mascara but most of the time but I can see how people can get in the rhythm of always wanting it because it's it almost like, like the injection it's like too much Botox it's like people keep thinking oh I'm going to do a little more a little bit more and then it's just out of control then you've got like this chia pet on your face and it's ridiculous but I you know the only reason I love the eyelash the extensions I had them for a bit but the problem is I like to put oil on my face and you can't have any oil on your face. You, they're so delicate. You have to wash them every night. It's like such a thing. And I, you know, I want to get, I slather oil on my face every night to get off my makeup. That's another big one. 
women, please take off your mascara and your makeup every night. Wash your face and let your skin breathe. Put on some cream and go to sleep. I, I cannot tell you how many people come to me that, oh, I never take off my mascara. I'm like, do you brush your teeth? I, you know what? Yeah, it's it's to me that so bad. Not taking off your uh, eye makeup, it's as bad as not brushing your teeth. Absolutely. Those I can't wait to hear the too. comments I get from people that are going to be like, "Oh God, you're crazy!" But <laughs> no, they're great tips. And actually, I feel like we need this honesty sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> tell us to get out the route and stop these habits that we get into so important and what I'd love to ask you just as final question and slightly changing gear a little bit but bringing together everything that we've talked about is if you had to share with my listeners one top tip for inner peace and feeling good what would that be oh that's easy I feel like we are so harsh on ourselves I would never treat you the way I beat the hell out of myself sometimes. And I've really had to learn to be as kind to myself as I am to everybody else in the world. And I think if we could just learn to love ourselves and laugh and love, life would be a lot easier. I I just feel like, why would we be so harsh on ourselves? That's just, it makes no sense, but we are. And um, I, I think if I could give anyone that gift is just you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Not to worry. Worrying's praying for bad things to happen. So just focus on the outcome you want, not what you don't want. And and everything always ends up working out. It really does. But it's taken me, you know, a million years to figure that one out. And I still struggle with it. And I have to kind of walk myself off the ledge. What do you think yours would be? Mine, very similar, but I always think that top tip for inner peace is gratitude and also breath. I'm such a big one on deep oh, breathing. Like, I just think if we can breathe properly, it sorts everything out. Everything. And if we can be grateful for everything, it helps everything. Oh so my God. You, I are, the, you and I are from the same tribe. I'm all about gratitude and breath. Yes. Like, you know, today I'm at my yoga class and it, it's really early in the morning. You know, it starts at six and it's, she doesn't turn on the lights and it's hot. Okay. So she's got music blasting like a discotheque. No light, and it's hot as heck. And I'm just like, okay, green. <laughs> but you detox, you have your green juice, and it starts your day in a good way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Amazing. And my poor assistant tells me, oh, you have a podcast right now, and I've got no makeup on. I'm like, ah! it's fine. Well, it's only me that can see your makeup, but I appreciate oh it. Gosh. It looks great. I'm so sorry I was late. I have to, I have to confess. <laughs> No problem at all. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. And Christina, maybe you you could let everybody know where they can get in contact with you, see your lovely products, et cetera. Fantastic. So you can go to prettygirlmakeup.com and buy our products. If you use the uh, discount code pretty, you will get a nice discount right now because it's a Black Friday or what was it? Black Friday and Cyber Monday. It's 50% off. So we don't do that very long, but and you can go to christinaflack.com to look at my portfolio and then Instagram, Christina Flack Makeup and Pretty Girl Makeup is P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-M-K-U-P on Instagram and we're on Twitter as well. Amazing. I'll link to all that in the show notes for you too. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I hope we can speak again soon. I would love that. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye, love. 
So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.